the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afuakwa. Pastor Afuakwa is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel, formerly Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Amen. We're looking at praying in the spirit. Ten reasons why you must pray in the spirit daily. Somebody say 10 reasons why I must pray in the spirit daily. A lot of us are filled with the spirit, but we don't take advantage of what we have. Jesus said that it's advantageous for you that I go away. And by the way, when Jesus was with them, it was advantageous in many ways. It was advantageous. His presence with them was advantageous to them in many ways. That's how come when he told them I'm about to go, they felt sad. If they didn't need him, they would have said, wow, you are leaving. Good riddance. Bye-bye. No. But when he said, I'm going, the Bible said they became as orphans. They began to act like orphans. Then he said, listen, I'm not going to leave you as orphans, but I'm going to send to you the comforter. And when he's come, he will show you what is to come. He will guide you in all your ways. So the Holy Spirit was given to us as a better replacement of Christ. Somebody say a better replacement of Christ. It's not as if he's inferior to Christ, but Christ's job was finished. And so he, that was the best time for him to be ushered in. And when he came, he said, it is better for you that I go away. And when I go, he will come. And when he came, he announced himself. And the good news is that since he came, he has never left and he's not living anywhere. And we need to know him and then get the most of him. The Holy Spirit is a person and as a person, he has a language. All of us, when we look at ourselves from the natural, we all have a language we are familiar with. There is a certain language when people speak it brings out yourself. Yourself comes. When you hear them speak a certain language, yourself comes. As we say it in our local parlance. He said, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit pray it. My understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray. Somebody say, I will pray. I will pray. See, the whole essence of this exhortation is to bring you to a place where you will learn to pray more in tongues than you pray in your natural language. Somebody say, I hear you. That is the whole essence. If by the time I'm through with these 10 reasons, your appetite has been so strongly whetted that daily your first point of call when you wake up is to speak to God in the language of the spirit I've succeeded. 
because that is the best way to live your life. I will pray with the spirit. I will pray with understanding also. I will sing with the spirit and I will sing with understanding also. Earlier on, we said that praying in tongues daily helps you to fellowship with God in a very deep and intimate way. We also said praying in tongues edifies yourself. It strengthens you. It builds you up. Then we said praying in tongues gives you access to divine secrets. You will access divine secrets. This month you will access divine secrets. You will be told what to do at the right time. You will never be confused. In the mighty name of Jesus. At every crossroads of your life, the Holy Spirit will come in clearly to instruct you on what to do. Shout, I know what to do. I can't live a confused life. The Holy Spirit guides me. The Holy Spirit gives me access to secret things beyond the natural. I know things beyond my mind. I know things beyond the physical. I have access to unlimited information via the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Good. He says, praying in tongues helps you to pray effectively about the unknown. This month, there are many things that are unknown about this month. But when we begin to pray in the spirit, we are able to effectively pray about the things that we are not aware of. And then, of course, last yesterday, we said, praying in the spirit helps you to pray in sync with God's perfect will. Somebody say, God's perfect will. The Holy Spirit knows the mind of God and he makes intercession for the sins according to the will of God. Praying in tongues, number six, is a reminder. Somebody says it's a reminder. The Holy Spirit is praying in tongues is a reminder. John 14, 16 to 17. There are things that the Bible said it is good that we are constantly reminded of. Paul said to write the same thing to you again. For you it is grievous, but for me it is needful. Peter said, as long as I remain in the flesh... I will continue to put you in remembrance. There are things we need to constantly be reminded of. And one of the most important things you need to constantly be reminded of are these two things we are going to talk about. Look at that with me. John 14, he says, And I will pray the Father. Let's read it together. I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. Take note of that word. Abide with you forever abide with you for how many times have some of us or you not forgotten that the Holy Spirit is with you? How many times? Almost every time. When you hear a believer share a testimony and say, and something told me, that is exact reference that he has forgotten the Holy Spirit is with him. And something told me. What an insult to the Holy Spirit. And something told me. You need to be reminded consistently. Praying in tongues reminds you of two great things. One, it reminds you of the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. It reminds you that the Holy Spirit lives in you. Somebody say, the Holy Spirit lives in me. Say it. The Holy Spirit lives in me. God is alive in me. God's presence is in me. So forget about if your presence doesn't go with us. We used to pray that prayer a lot. And we used to sing that song in tears. If your presence doesn't go with us. 
Lord, we don't want to leave this place. Lord, we need you near as we go from here. Listen, Moses qualified to sing it. You don't qualify to sing that kind of song. Moses needed the presence, but you have the presence with you. He's not just with you, he's in you. Somebody say he's in me. He said that he may abide, verse 16, he may abide with you forever. Abide with you forever, verse 17. He says, look at verse 17, let's read it together. And the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot, the world cannot, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you, what is the difference between you and the world? You know him, for he dwells in you, and will be in you. Can you see that? He will dwell with you and he will be in you. That's why you cannot be singing that song and be praying that prayer. Lord, as I'm journeying today, go with me. No, he's already in you here. Holy Spirit, this journey is smooth because you are with me. Safety is my portion on this journey because you are with me. Am I communicating here at all? It is that consciousness. You've heard me say many times. When I sit in a vehicle, I remember to pray fine. If I forget to pray, the one in the inside of me forbids that an accident can happen on the highway. Am I communicating here? Yeah, because before I die, he must die. And he's in me. My life is hid in Christ in God. He will be with you. A consciousness of the indwelling presence of the Holy Ghost is critical for victorious living. A consciousness. Somebody say a consciousness. Daily consciousness. Not just a consciousness. A daily consciousness of the indwelling presence of holy is critical for victorious Christian living. If you are going to live a victorious, you have to constantly be conscious of his presence. Don't forget it. Wake up in the morning. Why is it that people are so traumatized with fear? One emotion that really challenges a lot of people a lot in our times is fear. Fear. There are people who are literally held bound, held in bondage and captivity to fear. And it's because they are not conscious of the presence of the Holy Spirit in them. The Bible said in Romans 8, 11, he said, but if the spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, somebody say dwells in me. If the spirit of him that raised Christ dwells in you, he that raised Christ from the dead shall quicken your mortal body. You have to be reminded a 12-year-old girl who happened to be a pastor's daughter had an argument with a mother. A story I read. Uh, had an argument with the mother and then used some uh, negative words on the mother. And just at the time they were just resolving the, about finishing the last sentence of the wrong word, an evangelist they were hosting in the house just appeared there. The lady saw the man and felt so embarrassed that He's been caught on the wrong side speaking bad words. And then the man looked at her and pulled her to the side and said, listen, are you born again? He says, I'm born again. Then he says, are you filled with the spirit? Then he says, I'm filled with the spirit. He said, you know what? You don't have to be embarrassed about me. You have to remember that the Holy Spirit lives in you. And if my presence can make you feel bad for what you said, much more should the presence of the Holy Spirit living in you make you feel bad. You see, there are things that sometimes when certain people are with us, we won't do. Am I communicating here? Now, the same way, if you remember that the Holy Spirit is with you that much, it's not, you don't need the law. That's why God didn't give you a law under the New Testament. 
He didn't give us laws to live by. He gave us his spirit. And when the spirit comes in you, he leads you on the path of righteousness. There is no better way to live a righteous life than to be reminded of the fact that the Holy Spirit lives in you. The Bible said he shall convict us of righteousness. That's the Holy Spirit, his work. He convicts the world of sin. He convicts the believer of righteousness. Am I communicating here? The Holy Spirit. Unlike the Old Testament, the Bible says, and Samson, and the Lord left Samson. Sometimes when you read some of those things, you tend to think that the Holy Spirit leaves us. And David was praying, saying, and cast me not away from thy presence, O Lord, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. You see a believer, sometimes he, he, he does something and then begins to sing that song in tears. Listen, God is not minded by those tears. He's not bothered at all because you are singing out of ignorance. Am I communicating here? Under the New Testament, the Holy Spirit has no place to go. Your sin is in you. You are living righteous is with you. He's, listen, if the Holy Spirit left you, if you sin, you were doomed for hell. The Holy Spirit shall never leave you. Am I you see the way you are staring at me? I like it. <laughs> yeah. In this newness era, I'll just drop, drop one of those things. The Holy Spirit never leaves you. He's the seal. You know, it's a, a seal. A deal is made and a seal is put on it. It means the deal cannot change. You're a lawyer. No, be so. When there's a seal appended on something, it means it's, it's, it's binding. The agreement is binding. And the Bible said the Holy Spirit is the seal unto the day of your redemption. That's who the Holy Spirit is. Praise God. If there is anything that shows that you are a child of God, it's the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit is not in you, you are not a child of God. So, if he takes the Holy Spirit, he's, he's literally rejected you. You are not, a, look at Romans chapter 8, verse 9. He said, but if you are not in the flesh, but you are not in the flesh, but you are in the spirit, if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. That's why he made him to be in you and he's with you forever. Because you are forever his. Somebody say, I'm forever his. You are, he said, them that come to me, I will in no wise cast out. Once you have come to God, you are forever his. Somebody say, I'm forever his. Salvation is not come and uh, take it and lose it. No. When God saves you, he has saved you eternally. The Bible said he's able to save to the utmost those who come to him. So when you are saved, you are saved. Am I communicating here? I said, when you are saved, you are are you safe? Then you are safe. Praise God. When God saves you, he saves you. He keeps you in a perfect safe. Nobody can take you away. So you are secure. Somebody say, I'm secure. You have to consciously be remind yourself. That is why the Holy Spirit is with you. And that's why you have to constantly be reminded that the Holy Spirit is with you. He's in you. The Holy Spirit is in you. So uh, that, that text I wanted to read. The New Century Version. He said, And do not make the Holy Spirit sad. The Holy Spirit is God's proof that you belong to him. It's not your proof. Oh, it is his proof. Every time he looks at you and he sees his spirit in you, he owns you. Somebody say, I belong to God. That, that makes you an untouchable property by the enemy. Because I belong to God. I'm God's property. Somebody say, I'm God's property. God's property. 
Now let me close with this. Praying in tongues reminds you of the spirit's unlimited power at work in you. His indwelling presence and unlimited power. Somebody say unlimited power. Oh, if there is a generation that is conscious of power from without, it is this generation. Be a pastor who gives bottles of water to people, they will believe you than anything. Be a pastor who always dishes anointing oil to people, they believe you than anything. But be a pastor who says, go, the Lord be with you, you are blessed. And people think you are powerless. We are so conscious of the extender and I don't know whether it's because of our African traditional religious background. So conscious. When you lay your hands and you pray over somebody, it's not as powerful until, uh, 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 unless you empty a full bottle of oil and sort the address. That's when you know that, no, the power has been released. I'm free. Now I'm safe. You're a joker. Praise God. Even under the Old Testament, that they were, they were using anointing oil very, very much. They were not using it anyhow. There were special occasions they used it. But today, everywhere. Meanwhile, the person who the anointing oil actually symbolizes is now in you. Can you imagine that? You want them to pour oil on you and the person is living in you. You don't even know. The power is in you. Look at 1 John 1.27. Look at what the Bible says. But the anointing, somebody said the anointing. Listen, listen. The anointing is where? The anointing which you have received from him abides where? Abides where? Abides where? Where is the anointing? Where is the anointing? Where is the anointing? In a bottle of water. In a bottle of oil. Where is the anointing? Abides in you. The anointing abides in you. But you have more faith in anointing oil than in yourself. Abides in you. And you have no need of anyone teaching. But as the same anointing teacher, you is true. And it's not like. And just as I told you, you shall abide in him. That is what you have to walk in the consciousness. You know, when fear wants to attack you, you just remind yourself, yea, little children, you are of God and you have overcome the world. For the greater one who is the Holy Spirit lives in me. The greater one is in me. So now that I'm going to look for some water and sprinkle where? For where? The anointing is here. By the time you sprinkle and finish, whatever went to kill you would have killed you. Am I communicating here? That's why God decided that in this era, in this age, the thing is in you. The Holy Spirit is in you. The anointing is in you. Wherever you go, you go with him. You will not be frustrated again. I said you will not be frustrated again. The book of Ephesians, it said, for it is God who worked where? Worked outside you. Worked in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. What did he say there? He said, and God is able to do exceedingly abundantly. Above what? Above all that you can ask or think according to the anointing oil poured on your head. The power at work in you. The power at work. Listen, when you pray in tongues, that's what you are reminding yourself. There is power. You are generating and releasing power. But you are not doing that. You wake up, you win, win, pray. Then you anoint yourself like uh, you have got. It's like they, people use it as if it's a it's a shrine something they have given them. Yeah, somebody who has not prayed, he's going for interview. He's not prayed. 
and oriented his mind with the mind of the Holy Spirit. He just do the sign of the cross with anointing oil and he thinks, that, no, 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 no. Doesn't work. It's not magical. That oil is not magic. Am I communicating here? The Holy Spirit is a person. Somebody say he's a person. Last year, as I did a series on the Holy Spirit, I will continue this year because you have to know him. He's a person. He's represented in scripture with various symbolisms, but he's a real personality. And we see most of those symbols in the Old Testament because in the Old Testament, they didn't know him. But in the New Testament, he has come to be with us. He's not the dove. He's not the anointing oil. He's not uh, water. He is not fire. He is not. He can manifest in any of those forms, but that is not his personality. Praise God. That's not his personality. You will not be frustrated. This month will be your best month. He will guide you as you seek his face. Your steps shall be divinely ordered by him. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Shout every time I pray in the spirit. I'm reminded, I'm reminded that the presence of the Holy Spirit, the of the Holy Spirit is in my life forever. Life forever. Every, time Every time I pray in the Spirit, I'm reminded, I'm reminded that the unlimited power of God is at work in me. I'm never powerless. I'm never weak. I can never be intimidated. I can never fail. I have unlimited power at work in me. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm more than a conqueror because the greater one lives in me. Shout and give God praise. Pastor Afroakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our celebration services at our headquarters church, 6.45 a.m. to 8 a.m. for our first service, 8.30 a.m. to 9.45 a.m. for our second service, and 10.15 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. for our third service, and on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 7.45 p.m. Locate us on the top floor of Nanama Ejakumar Plaza, opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santati Runabout, Kumasi. Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on our YouTube and Facebook pages, Embassy of Life Chapel. God richly bless you.